0: as you listen to this and you tuned into the only sports podcast with brains and bars it's a black and white thing i'm your boy a1 um you can check out all episodes of it's a black and white thing at soundcloud.com y'all y'all still good right y'all still good soundcloud like let me know if it's going down hit her, hit her, let her brother know so he can make that move um, but you can check out, for now, all of our episodes at SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars. You can go to iTunes, Google Play Store, search it's a black and white thing. Uh, go to Facebook.com, Twitter.com, search at Brains and Bars to follow us there on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, AmpedEntertainment.net, shout out to B for recording us, holding it down. Uh, puss and Boots on YouTube, right? Puss some Boots game. Put some puss. In boots gaming that sounded horrible Puss in boots gaming <laughs> on youtube to go check out videos that he does they are i need to check them out I haven't checked them out in a long time but for what i hear they are quite entertaining um don't forget Puss and
1: boots is with two fives like a couple of my exes um wow yeah p u five five two fives you know
0: so, yeah. all the S's in there are fives. Yep, so, don't forget yep. that. So, the other voice here on the other end is the good homie A war What's going
1: on with you, man? What's good? Good, 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 y'all. Back at it again. I am A Contact me on there. Uh, yeah, this is the number one podcast in Grandview, Missouri right now. Um, <laughs> it's the number seven podcast in Kansas City, Missouri, and the number 14 podcast in the Midwest. That's and, hilarious. I I basically just came up with all those off the top of my head, so it should be impressive to y'all. So what's good with you, man? <laughs> I've been good, man. I've been good. Work. Uh, uh bought a house. Um, congratulations! Congratulations! Thank you. congratulations. Thank you. I I
0: came over this weekend to check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice,
0: very nice section. Um, although I'm pretty sure if you keep having all these black people show up over there, they're gonna wonder okay. what's really going on. Is it bad that I thought of that? <laughs> like I thought of that when I left. Hilarious. I was like Well and granted it wasn't all black people. It was it was a mixture. Um, you know, there was one true black guy, me, there was a biracial guy, uh, and Ricky and then like uh two white guys. You know Ricky's not really biracial, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Fine. fact that I had to think about that for a second, like we made that joke so many times. Yeah. Like it just came off like it was actually true. Like, yeah, Ricky's not really biracial.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then we have Vince there. Um, Vince Hispanic Hispanic, Hispanic. Yeah. Hispanic Yeah
0: so it was You know um Nation of domination yeah, Walking actually, out the my house buddy
1: Sam is German um, So yeah
0: Yeah so all these Young men coming out The house are like Oh my god No
1: couch so we're all Meth guy Just moved in next deck. door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Basically <laughs> But yeah But I mean The house was very nice Thank you um, Thank you Congratulations on the big move Although I'm going to say Owning a home Overrated. Only if you're going to have kids. If you're going to have kids, plan on having kids someday, uh, I would say I would tell you to wait, be honest with you, just see how that whole thing works out. Yeah. You know? Um, But I, I enjoy it. I have one child, so a house is something that's cool, allows us to go out in the back and play. That's what's up. Front yard and play. But if we didn't have Ethan, man, listen, I might be living that loft life. Hilarious. That condo life. Somebody that mows the grass
1: life. for you. Somebody that fixes everything for you. Yo. Yeah. Man, but yeah, but yeah, but anyway. As
0: always, we begin the show off by discussing what I learned, and really, this first, am gonna start, then I'll let you get into what you're looking forward to. But we're gonna pick this back up right. again. This is probably gonna be the first half of the show. I'm being completely honest with y'all because this is this sport is completely new to me. Um, I watched my first UFC, uh, fight ever. Like in like really sat down and watched it. Any other time I've tried to watch it, like it just seemed to be two dudes like kind of like humping each other and just rolling around on the ground and it just didn't appeal to me at all it just looked like why am i wasting my time um, so i've never watched ufc before so the homie b oh the other thing i learned the homie b can grill like i i knew this i knew this already because he had grilled for us once before the but
1: statement of the year that
0: was a y- couple of years ago um, when he came over to the crib and he grilled um but he grilled um like I've I don't know if I've ever had a burger that's grilled where it was kinda like crisp on the outside, like crispy or something like that. But it was like when you bit into it, it was like I don't know how to explain it. It was like crispy on the outside, but soft and juicy on the inside. Like I don't I don't
1: <laughs> Hey man, it's
0: we talking about burgers right now. <laughs> I mean,
1: I know. I just I'm just not big on adjectives. Um, <laughs> the battle yeah. rap guy, not big on words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, 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 no. I mean, no, you're, you, but, but the thing about it is you're describing it very well. Like, and like, I'm chicken getting, was fire. I'm hungry. I'm hungry now.
0: I know when we came over, I was like, man, you got any more of that?
1: You got um, any more of them cheeseburgers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard the pork chops were, were fire. Man, the pork chops always fire. Uh, so, you know, the, the homie Beacon grill, but. Watch my first UFC event. We're going to talk about that in depth here in just a second, what I enjoyed about it, what I didn't like. So um, I'm going to turn it over to you, and we'll get into uh, what we what you're looking forward to this week.
1: Uh, what I'm looking forward to this week, uh, Chiefs training camp. Hopefully get to go out there to St. Joe, Missouri. Um, what is it, Missouri Western? Is that what it's at? Yeah. 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 So um, no they're reading some good Some good things this week about Chiefs training camp. Uh, Look like all three quarterbacks are looking pretty good um, as far as Alex Smith, Tyler Bray, and the newly acquired, drafted Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm also looking forward to watching the rest of Last Chance U. I don't know if you've been able to follow along. I've never watched. Oh, man. You're killing me here now. You're killing me. So the second season of Last Chance U just came out mm, maybe 10 days ago. So I'm like on episode four or five. Great, great, great Netflix series. Um, starting running backs from Knoxville, Tennessee. Went to Fulton High School. Um, high school that I rivaled for two of the years that I was in high school. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. And some more Roy- Royals baseball. That's what I'm looking forward to. Right now, I dropped one last night because of the bullpen issues. And right now, you're kind of getting ran. So hopefully you can pick it back up. Newly acquired Melky Cabrera. Very nice addition. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching him play as well. So, Yeah, that's what's up. That's
0: what's up. Um, I'm trying to think how much time I got left here before I, we got. Okay. So I'm trying to keep this to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my timer popping to see how much time I got left before we go into the first song of the week. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. So I want to jump into this UFC thing. And talk about that. So, again, my first introduction to it, I am a baseball. baseball Baseball's on TV. Um, I'm a boxing fan. I mean, I'm not a huge boxing fan. I keep up with the sport enough. Um, So, I I definitely find it interesting. I found it to be more interesting. I thought it was coming into this, if you had said, which do you find to be better? I would have gone boxing over UFC. I came out of this weekend's pay-per-view card, UFC 214. My mind is completely changed on that. Hmm. Like UFC is better than boxing because of the mixed martial arts aspect of it. The fact that you can do more than just punch. You can kick. You can try to submit. Um, You know, you have elbows and the various ways you can strike somebody and blah 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 blah. Um, So I found it. It is better. It is. one of the guys in my job was like, man, it's like it's like a chess match. You know, it's you know, you got to think about, OK, if I punch this, he's going to try to grab my arm and put it in the arm bars. He's going to try to choke me out. I got to watch out for the, for the strikes from the from the feet. You know, the different styles, the Muay Thai and uh, the Jiu-Jitsu and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, OK, OK, bro. Like if I want to, <laughs> if I want to watch checkers, last if time I, I'll if ever I tell get, you that I watched UFC. <laughs> if I want to, you know, have a chess match, I would go play chess. Like right. That's so. Um, but I mean, it is interesting. Uh, I mean, you know, the main event with Cormier and Jones. Like there was a video out about, um, Corm- this is from their first fight. Cormier's weakness being, strikes to his f- to left kicks to the face. Oh wow. And so there was kind of this back and forth about, we know what his weakness is, but we're not. And so Cormier goes, well, what is it? No, a reporter asked Jones, what is it? And he goes, well, I'm not telling you. And Cormier goes, I know what it is. He was like, you're not going to kick me in my face. (laughs) Um, You're not going to kick He specifically said, you're not going to use your left foot to kick me in the face. And so he was like, yeah, that's one of the weaknesses. Like he admitted that was one weakness of Cormier's. And so uh, I mean, the way I've heard the analysis that he was expecting Jones to kick him in the legs with his with the with the left foot, but instead he went to the face, which is why when you see how he looks when he gets kicked, you know his for his front is leaning forward, yeah. his back is is holding back because he's trying to dodge the kick down low. So I mean, like there's a, there obviously there's lots of strategy to it more so than boxing. Um, like I said, the I watched. John Jones, I went and watched like a highlight of him tap up sub, submitting Leoto Moshita by a choke. It was a front choke, so he it's not like he had him, he didn't have him in the Million Dollar Dream. Right. Like he had him cross um,
1: Crossface chicken wings.
0: <laughs> he had him wrapped up the from the front and like the homie B was telling me that like his arms are so long that he was his arms was wrapped around his head like one and a half times. Yeah. Like his, cause his head disappeared. Like I didn't know where Dude went. Um, next thing I know, they were telling him he was out and then he just dropped like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, so again, the there is some I don't want to call it beauty to the sport. Um, but there is, you know, a complexity, a kind of if you sweet science of it, if you will. Um shout out to Chris Cyborg, who came out to the ring um to Holy yeah. Spirit, you're welcome here. Yeah. Uh, which is like it's I know there are some some thoughts about whether Christian should be fighting to begin with. But the fact that she came out to that song and fought soccer mom, Tanya Evinger, (laughs) um, that was ungodly. What happened? Uh, One of the things I don't like about the sport is when you connect with your, (laughs) when somebody's knee makes uh, contact with your face, you hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a nasty sound too. It's a nasty sound.
1: I didn't think that there was, and, and maybe I was not paying as close of attention to the fights that we watched. It's because you was eating that pork chop. Yeah, I was eating the pork chop. Um, was it three or four fights that we watched? We
0: came downstairs to watch the
1: main event. Uh, so we so, saw Robbie Lawyer beat Don Donald Cerrone. Is that his name? Cerrone, yep. Lawler beat Cerrone. We watched Avenger. Um, Who's Avenger?
0: That's the soccer mom. We, we oh, watched yeah. Cyborg, Cyborg and Evan-ger. Avenger. Hold on, I think I have their salaries up. Well, what I was, I
1: what, I was um, what I was getting to was <clears throat> Woodley and uh, Woodley Maya. But I don't think we saw anybody tap out, right? In four matches, no. So even though there is the component of that, um, we only saw. Well, did the soccer mom get knocked out? Yeah, she got knocked out. Yeah, she got knocked out. That was that was the knee to the face. Yeah, and then we saw Cormier get knocked out. I think Woodley went the distance, and so did Lawler, right? Yeah, that went all three rounds, because the non-title matches are three yeah, rounds, right? Yeah, so, so um, I didn't think we got very, uh, as far as the, the pay-per-view itself, we didn't really get um, anything ground-wise very much.
0: Nah, most, most of them were standing up. Yeah. Um, Maya tried to take it to the ground, Woolly just was not have enough. Yeah, um, I, uh,
1: I, I enjoy UFC, and I enjoy UFC not because of the complexity of it like that, I enjoy it more because of the rounds are, are shorter. Um, And I feel like that I can. It's hard to watch a full boxing match, Um, but um, I was talking to a a friend of ours about this, and I thought, at the end of the day, there will never be a UFC fighter that is as big as Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson or Floyd Mayweather. You know, um, you you might like UFC better than boxing, but I don't think that you'll ever see. As far as it's better right now, but as far as all time, I don't think you'll ever see a star like you see in those Man. guys. It's so,
0: so. I think that hits on two main points for me as it relates to that. I think you're. I don't. I don't know if I'll say ever because I feel like Conor McGregor is trying to get there. I think the the heights of Muhammad Ali. I don't think that's for any. Current boxer or martial artist, I don't think that's possible. Right, right. I would say let's just say I maybe use Floyd as kind of the the pinnacle right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so can a UFC fighter get himself there? And I just now that I don't even think that's attainable. Yeah. Um, I think in part, and I blame Dana White a lot for that and how they have this thing structured. And we'll talk a little bit about yeah. that probably after this first song plays, but. Yeah, like, I feel like that That plays a part in it is that they don't have enough recognizable names. Um, the second part is, of that is, uh, well, hold on. I wanna. Uh, we got like two minutes before we go to this one. I'm trying to think. Do I want to leave them with a tease? Open up that can of worms and, well, or <laughs> Yeah, if I wanted to start this discussion or, or leave them with a tease as we go into break and then we'll pick, pick it up after. I'll go ahead and go into it now. Actually, you know what? I'll save that. So I'll tell you the other thing that hinders the MMA from being, from having a huge after the break. But I'll I'll end the segment with this. So the appeal of the sport, like football, it's a gladiator sport. So you have two men walking into a ring in a in, in a sense only one leaves, quote un you know in a sense right? right. It's not not to the death, but it's a cage. It's You know, you're allowed to use your entire, I don't want to say your entire body, if you will, but hands and feet are allowed. Right. The different, differing styles. um, So you have that aspect of it, the blood of it, which that's the. hey, man, first of all, I feel like OSHA needs to come inspect these rings because (laughs) straight up, man, like you got blood, you got feet. First of all, you got blood and sweat all on this mat, people rolling around on it. Who was that? Somebody, John Jones got his mouthpiece knocked out early on. It falls on the mat. They don't get his people to come put some Windex on it or some Lysol on that thing. And you gonna put it back in your mouth after Lysol? Is better than blood, sweat, and, and oh, feet. Man. Bleach that junk before you put it back in my mouth, man. He just picked <laughs> it up like it was nothing. Like I'm like, yo, that's disgusting. Like, yo, like that's
1: hepatitis C in your mouth, fam. Hilarious. Speaking of what's not disgusting, Summer Sauce. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> is that great, is a good segue. It's a great smoothie. <laughs> it's available to you down at, what is it called? Ruby? Ruby Jeans.
0: Ruby Jeans. Ruby Jeans. Jeans. New location. New if you're location. in the Kansas City metro area and you enjoy Ruby Jeans uh, Juicery, yeah. um, it's uh, exactly as the names dis- describes it. It's a juicery. The homie sauce, they call me sauce, sauce remix, sauce rondo Um, he just released a new EP called Summer Sauce. Um, and with that, in conjunction with that, Ruby Jean just opened a new location downtown. They have, um, a Summer Sauce juice that you can purchase for a limited time. Um, he he told us what it's like. Watermelon. Yeah, cognac. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Yo, I'm that's joking. hilarious. Um, it's like watermelon. It's got it's,
1: pineapple in it, too. I remember that. I
0: think it's banana, pineapple, yeah. watermelon, and maybe a hint of mint.
1: Yeah, something like that. yeah I
0: think it's is what's in it. I'll see if I can find it um, sometime, at some point before the show is out to make sure we do give it its proper due. But for the second time, maybe, yeah, second time, he's the artist of the week for us with this new EP Summer Sauce, um, this first joint we're going to get into is called Pretty Lady. It's featuring the homie Duncan Burnett. He did all the production on here. I'm choosing this song in particular because I personally like the drums on it. Um, I like Duncan's vocals on it. So um, so this joint you're going to hear first for my song for the week is Summer Sauce from the homie Sauce. This is called Pretty Lady.
2: Like those others in your DMs, baby. Uh, I just want you to be my girl. I wanna make you my world. Yeah, yeah. Party was dark, but she was shining so bright. You hit my sight and I got hype, cause you put tea like I like. And I might bite if you're fishing tonight, we could be kicking it right. You're the spitting image of perfect emotions, Uh, I may be crazy, cause I'm still daydreaming about you, ain't even approach ya. I raised Corona to the ceiling this evening and tosha. This is a celebration of my infatuation that could lead to something much longer. And we can be like trees in the winter and leave when it's over. The young king gonna reign all spring and the summer. And we can grow together, queen, all I need is your number. And I need to get closer. I know you get DMs all the time with played out lines. Same dudes in here like what's your name? What's your sign? Soon as he buy that wine, I just keep her from Lord,
0: That is Pretty Lady from the Homie Sauce remix featuring Duncan Burnett from the EP Summer Sauce. You can grab that joint. Whatever uh digital music can be copped. Amazon, iTunes, Google Play. Shout out to Stars for having this on um on iTunes because I still don't have Soul Food 3 in my library, in my iTunes library, because it was not sold on iTunes. I have a hard copy of it. I have the Bandcamp copy of it. I still don't have it in my iTunes because it was not available for me to download. Like, you want me to copy your joint, man? Please put it on iTunes. You, like, you got to be the homie for me to go to Bandcamp, and Sauce is the homie, so that's why I went and got it off Bandcamp. Uh, But shout out to the homie sauce. But anyway, so before the break, um, I teased, you know, I was going to bring up the other issue of why this sport will never hit the mainstream. Uh, So I want to preface this by saying UFC is the safer sport. It's more safe than boxing. Uh, The gloves um, primarily. And then I'll get into some other reasons why here in a second. But the reason this sport will never really make it to the main, never be truly bigger than boxing. Um, I would say it's on equal footing with boxing. I don't think it's bigger than boxing.
2: Hmm.
1: Equal footing? I think it's on equal footing currently. It might be if it's bigger. It's a equal th- footing or beyond as far as popularity. It's probably if it's popular, more popular it's by
0: a smidge, a skosh. Hmm. Like I don't think
1: I don't think the popularity is overwhelming. I do think both sports are both very top heavy. Um, Absolutely, you know, like are definitely ran by your your top six or seven names. Um hmm. Okay.
0: So, so to continue, continue on. So again, it's safer than boxing. But the reason this sport will never be on the level of the major, the four major sports, which are baseball, football, hockey, tennis not tennis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I think Stop I might Stop there for a second. <laughs> who did I
1: leave out of that? Baseball, football, hockey, tennis.
0: The three major sports. My bad. Cuz baseball,
1: football, basketball. That's <laughs> I'm <laughs> sitting here like, "Bro, you are the basketball guy." Like <laughs> Like what? Like what? Like <laughs>
0: My bad, my bad. Charge that to my head and not my heart. I was like, dang, which one am I? I'm like, no, there are I'm four here, major like, sports. Hockey? No, hockey is still considered a major sport. And now NASCAR's a pretty major sport, but it's not a it's not one of the four majors. Okay, it's it's a fringe. Well, I mean, and its ratings have
1: declined over the years. And it's fringe ends. with benefits.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah,
1: fringe with benefits. We should name it. We should have a whole other <laughs> podcast called Fringe with Benefits. <laughs> but yo. <laughs> But no,
0: so it's, it'll never be one of it'll never creep up to the four majors. It'll always be in the it will be in the same spectrum with tennis, with horse racing, with NASCAR, with kind of all those other sports that have really hardcore fans, really dedicated fans. But it'll struggle to always pull in the casual fan because it is such a brutal sport. Right. And by brutal, I mean when guys get knocked out. Um, The fact that you can jump on top of somebody and basically (laughs) keep beating their face in until the referee decides, okay, that's one punch too many and he's not fighting back anymore. Enough's enough. Um, So we were talking before the show and I mentioned when John Jones knocks out, when he kicks Cormier with his left foot to the face, Cormier is done. Like the fight is over at that point. There's nothing Cormier can do to recover. Um, He is out on his feet um but because of muscle memory because of their training he is still trying to defend himself still trying to get away still trying to try to make it to the bell without big john stepping in to stop the fight jones trips him and then he he when he falls into the cage like you can see like it's it's over <laughs> it's like you can play Hey Jude at that point.
2: La, 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 la. <laughs> like as
0: he's falling into the into the net, you can have the the birds and the and the rainbow and the forest animals dancing around his head because he's gone. However, the fight is not over. So Jones comes down with a freaking vicious elbow to his face, and then he starts beating him in his face until the referee finally goes, you know what? That's enough he won't remember what happened. He's probably going to start be, he's probably he may be crying uncontrollably for no reason for the next couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to have problem with bright lights. Yeah. <laughs> he may forget where he's going on his way home. No more. Um, and that's the part of the sport that is just hard to watch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't watch just random Facebook videos where people post, you know, fights or whatever or bullies. Like I can't stand watching that kind of stuff. I don't like seeing people get, you know, I I meant like, I, I like the, the mystery of not knowing when somebody's going to get knocked out. But, like, when he got kicked and you knew he was done, it was like, cool. All right, you won. That's cool. You know, just like in boxing. You get knocked down, whatever. Awesome. Punch connected. But, man, it's bad when you just see him, like, helpless, you know, just getting just whooped on. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it
0: and there's nowhere to run. So, like, in boxing, so the reason I say it's safer than boxing is because boxing, Cormier would have had some options at that point. He could have taken a knee, he could have tried to clinch and try to buy, to buy himself some time, or he could have just ran without fear of the of Jones trying to trip him right. and make him fall. Um, but if he gets knocked down, he gets at least a standing eight count plus whatever time the referee goes to say, okay, come towards me, hold your gloves up. Are you good? You ready to go? You ready to go? And then he gets that extra time to compose himself to take more of a beating if his brain hasn't recovered fully from that. Punch and look, we've seen. I don't know of the modern day UFC of someone dying in the ring or dying from injuries related to this to being in a fight. Um, But we've seen boxers suffer traumatic brain injuries or um, die because of repeated blows to the head in one match. So that's why I say it's safer. However, it is more brutal because when you knock somebody down in boxing, you don't get the chance to just continue going. Hey, I'm going to beat you again until the referee says no more. Right. Um, and so, like I said, watching Cyborg fight um, the soccer mom, and mm. when that kneecap, I first of all, shame on Dana White. You should not have that woman who had just finished preparing the orange slices for her for her son's <laughs> soccer team, probably just dropped them off at the sitter's house. You should not have that woman in the ring with a woman who's nicknamed after a machine. <laughs> like, when we saw her punching in in the, in the dressing room, <laughs> we were like, what is going... Like, who is who sanctioned this? Who allowed this to happen? Cyborg is snapping off punches. They're crisp. They're fast. Tanya's
1: like... Mm, eh! Mm, eh! <laughs> i mean this is the equivalent i'll never make that noise on the podcast again man i'm trying to keep we're trying to keep listeners bro they can't see you like it was funny visually but i just worry when we go back to listen <laughs> like this is the equivalent hey, can we edit that out b you got this that. is vi-
0: <laughs> audio of uh, from an audio standpoint imagine that sound and that's and you know it's you know you're going to make the motion when you hear my voice you're going to make the motion that i'm doing in the <laughs> studio with that voice with your nobody's fist. doing that right now yes they are it. yes nope. they are Nope, nobody t- is they're all yo, sitting at
1: work just shaking their head like yo
0: when you listen to this episode go to at brains and bars on <laughs> twitter
1: tag the voice <laughs> <laughs> no nah, you might get lost in, the, in that that's a pretty common one <laughs> (laughs) i'm trying to yeah you might i don't i don't know (laughs) hashtag soccer mom there you go yeah
0: hashtag soccer mom if you made the hand motion i made when i made (laughs) like you're going to make that motion every time when you hear my voice do that you
1: sound like a pokemon
0: (laughs) (laughs) but anyway but like i said man like shame on you for sanctioning that fight shame on you for shaming tyron woodley um, and I have a huge problem with Dana White. Like, he's he's headed towards Roger Goodell's status in my book Um, for shaming Tyron Woodley because he refused to engage in a man who wanted to put him in a cripple crossface. Dude's whole plan was to put him in a submission move. He didn't want to risk it, and so fans were booing, and I can't repeat what I said during the match itself, but if y'all felt like y'all could have did any better, you were more than welcome mm-hmm. to step in with the man who wanted to put you in the sharpshooter. His whole, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was, he, he He didn't come to kick. He didn't come to punch. He came to put you in the million-dollar dream. Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted to do. And he people got the mad Dean because Malenco he
1: refused. Of,
0: the Dean of. The Dean He I wanted mean, to put you in I'm the. trying what, to remember what Dean The Boston um, Crab.
1: Was it the Boston Crab? Uh, well, no, Dean Malenko, man. But he was like the man of a thousand moves or something like that. That's what they call him.
0: Uh, Some, ah. by the way, as a side note to all this UFC talk, somehow I went and binge watched all these videos of UFC, and somehow I ended up in a in a Chris Benoit. <laughs> I ended up in a Chris Benoit wormhole of watching like all of his like signature moves. Oh gosh! So the 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 snap suplex, the German suplex, the side suplex, or the be, uh, belly to back suplex where he would do at least three times the crippled crossface, and then the flying head. But, like, somehow I ended up watching, like, half an hour at 1 in the morning of Chris Benoit's top finishing moves. I don't know how. And I started watching, like, his trilogy of matches with Triple H. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Texas Cloverleaf is what Dean Malenko.
1: Hmm. Okay. I don't know
0: what that – is that the Boston Crab?
1: It's similar to a sharpshooter. Um, so, basically, it's just his name for the yeah, sharpshooter. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah man so like I said that's that's kind of that's why I don't think this sport will ultimately be even though it's safer than boxing uh, that's why I don't think this sport ultimately is going to ever make the mainstream mainstream jump unless they get some personalities on par with kind of like the goats Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson um how was went Joe Frazier um not Joe George Frazier George Foreman George Foreman right some of
1: those names um
0: and, you know maybe. Now, also,
1: um, do you think it makes a difference that um, Muhammad Ali and I could be totally wrong here. I, I'm going to venture to guess I'm not. Muhammad Ali, Tyson, Foreman, um, does it pay dividends or does it benefit your um, sport when the most popular is the heavyweight champion rather than? That's interesting. A lightweight champion. See, so, feel- in boxing now, we have Floyd, who's obviously a little guy, you know. But does the demeanor of a of a heavyweight champion, big, bad, can't nobody in the world whoop me, you know. Because we already know, there's people that like can whoop Floyd, you know, that are a that lot are bigger, bigger than bigger him, than him right. you know. Um, so, when you have a heavyweight champion that is that alpha of your sport, you know, do you think that that, that benefits that's an interesting
0: question, um, cause I feel like well, I think when the UFC was making its rise, you had guys like Chuck Liddell, um, there's you had Randy Couture, mm-hmm. right? You had guys that were kind of in that light heavyweight, heavyweight division that mm-hmm. were legends when UFC was still kind of underground. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with UFC, I feel like the 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 like the welterweights. Which I wanna say that's what Connor is or somewhere in that area. I don't know. I don't know enough about Hmm. that to to speak on it intelligently. But I feel like in that sport the lighter guys would be more fun to watch. Yeah. Because they're gonna be more liable to put you in some type of submission where
1: I mean it's like wrestling. I mean you're luchadors, you're you know, sometimes those guys are a lot more fun to watch than
0: Rakishi. hilarious (laughs) see but in but in boxing though being the heavyweight champion of the world
1: was you were the baddest man on the planet right 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 whereas now obviously like now it's pound for pound they uh, use the word pound for pound to give you the baddest man on the planet feel. but it's like pound for pound i'm the best man person in the world
0: well i mean in part now because like those Guys like Floyd, who starts out at like 112, 120 ish mm-hmm. somewhere in there and Floyd has risen over the over time from that to like you know a 149. I think is kind of like the the heaviest. No, he fought 160 against somebody that might have been canelo hmm. might have been the way in might have been the the weight limit there, but I mean when you start from that low from 120 to 160. That's how, you, and you dominate. Right. That's how you end up with that pound for pound title. But yeah. I mean, but back, you're right. Back in the day, there were pound for pound rankings because people, you know, Sugar Ray and Thomas Hearns and those kind of that middleweight, light, not light heavyweight, but welterweight, middleweight section. You kind of had that. But again, you wanted to be Mike Tyson. Right. You wanted to be Evander. You wanted to be Lennox Lewis. Um, now these days, people want you to cut weight to come down, basically. Yeah. Basically, I and I well I think the other part of that is you have to have an American. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I mean it's unless again, unless you're going to be Conor McGregor mm-hmm. and you're going to cut across demographics, but for boxing you need a, an an American to be dominant. Mm-hmm. Um and we don't we haven't had a, a dominant heavyweight American heavyweight in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Um uh, but no, nah, I don't think you need big guys in UFC to be stars. Okay. Just got to have a personality. So but, man, let us know what you think, man. Am I wrong in saying that UFC won't be um, – can never reach the, ma- the main stage of mainstream sports? it always kind of be on that fringe. Did you make the hand motion? I won't make the noise this time. But did you make the hand motion, man? Hit us up <laughs> on Twitter or on Facebook. Search at Brains and Bars and let us know did you make the hand motion when I when I imitated the soccer mom's punches. All right? So – Coming up next here on our Artist of the Week is the Homie Sauce Remix. This is from his EP, Summer Sauce. Uh, this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Um, it kind of alternates between this and the last song we'll play as favorite tracks on the album. Um, this joint is called Childhood Crush. Um, this is from the Summer Sauce EP from the Homie Sauce Remix. And you listen to It's a Black and White Thing with A1 and A War.
2: uh uh-huh. This song dope, I hope it's not slept on. The girls of the 90s used to have my head gone. And family matters, if not, you dead wrong. Cause you can be my Laura, I can be your Stefan. Look, every childhood crush I ever had. Girl, you were them, all in one, yeah you bad. I was seen, watching, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Raven came in, she was super cute, but she ain't got nothing on you though. Back then, I just had allowance, it was cool though. Stop the ice cream, man, and spend it all on you, though. Power wheel coupe, come and scoop you in my too, though. See and Tamara, since it's two of you, what maybe that's both my eyes telling me you're beautiful. Since a kid, I had dreams of the stars, made a wish for every single thing I wanted. Now, here you are, in girl, you like all my childhood crushes all in one. Girl, you like all my childhood crushes all in one. Girl, you like all my childhood crushes that's all true. in one. Girl, you super special, don't you? I want to What that like is the Homie Sauce
0: remix with childhood crush um if you listen to that joint you would notice that he was using a bunch of uh young women from his childhood days he mentions raven in that first verse i'm trying to think who all he mentions in that first verse because i don't remember off the top of my head i know raven is in there from that so raven obviously she was on um the cosby show i think he might have mentioned her on hanging with mr cooper and i don't remember that but he may be right i think she was later right before that show got hmm. canceled um
1: the biggest I thing I remember about Hanging Mr. Cooper was the intro, where he's like wide open, the dude's like wide open underneath the basket, and there's like four people guarding Cooper, and he still shoots it. <laughs> you haven't seen that? Oh, yeah. You have to go and just, just YouTube it. It's that is a, that's a very, very detailed recollection of Hanging Mr. Yeah, hanging I Mr. Just, Cooper. Yeah, it's my first, I think it's the first definition, like, when I really realized what a ball hog was. I used to watch hanging with Mister Cooper all the time. Yikes, that's hilarious. But yeah, oh, and then he does mention, you know, the obvious greatest childhood crush of all time. I mean, literally, if you had to place a poll online of like '80s babies' childhood crush, you would you would get. I know who you're talking about. I just are you are you going to Panga? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it would it would literally just be. Kelly Kapowski, Topanga, it might even be Winnie Cooper.
0: Hey, Winnie Cooper
1: back in, yeah, Winnie Cooper. Like, especially
0: 80s babies, like. So, so he mentions in this album. Now, mind you, I am. He mentions Tia and Tamara. Yeah. And let me, I'm, I'm trying to. Trying it to was me. hard
1: to crush because you didn't know which one to crush on. Tamara's the cuter one. Okay.
0: Um, I used to argue with my wife about that until finally I think we watched some movie called 17 again and I was like yeah you're right uh, once they straight now granted their they're natural curly hair they were very pretty young women but when they went straight that was it for me that was it for me so he mentions Tia and Tamara, in there I was he mentions Denise Huxtable shout out
1: the 3-6 Mafia by the way I'm sorry anytime anybody ever says natural curly hair like I, I like I immediately think of 3-6 Mafia is music but don't go Google that. <laughs> you're going to tell
0: me what song you got in mind. When, when you...
1: I can't even say the name of the
0: song. <laughs> it's that <not> bad. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you definitely got to tell me what you're talking about. <laughs> but, but yeah, he mentions TN Tamara. He mentions Topanga. He mentions uh, Claire Huxtable, Denise Huxtable. Yep. I was a Rudy person myself personally. Trying to think who else does he mention on there? He mentions a bunch of He doesn't mention
1: Hillary or Ashley, does he? I don't think so.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't mention Ashley was. I mean, they were both.
1: hmm
0: Man. Man, we could man, I'm I'm sorry. Let me chip. Yep. Because I, I could just keep continue going down this this rabbit hole of of women of young women that I thought were pretty when I was growing up. Um yeah. So let me chip. Anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the homie sauce, man. The the EP's called Summer Sauce. You can go get that mug anywhere where digital outlets, any digital, anywhere where music is sold digitally, excuse me, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. Also, if you're in the Metro area, go to Ruby Jeans, Juicery, new spot downtown. I don't have the address off the top of my head. But new new location open downtown. They got summer sauce on sale for a limited time for the summer. Go go cop that. So that's not know what you think. I'm gonna try to make it down there this weekend and cop me some summer sauce as well. So NFL, um, and we get ready to take it home. I wanna I'm gonna do next week because I know we're short on time. Next week mm-hmm. we'll do the uh, the the ESPN like top top uh, like quarterbacks since 1978. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, so we'll get into that next week. But the homie Odell Beckham is in the news. Uh, I don't want to say again because I feel like this is I feel like with the NFL. We call things like a guy has said something completely innocuous and innocent and not really worthy of huge news, and we go, "Ooh, ooh, distraction, distraction! This is a distraction." Um, so the homie Odell Beckham says he he went on uh, interrupted, which is LeBron James's like players' vehicle for them to release their own news, mm-hmm. and he says that he hopes and believe or he believes and he hopes that some, that one day. He will be the highest paid player in the sport. Wow. Um, Odell is in year, this is year four, right? Year three? Year three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, year three of, of of a four-year deal that has a team option for a fifth year. And he wants to, I mean, I call Odell Beckham a job creator. Um, I think our president will be happy. With him because he's a job creator, and the reason I call him a job creator <laughs> is he got Ben McAdoo a job. Yep. Um, he allows Eli Manning to continue to
1: have his job because he would be crappy. He allows Eli Manning to continue to be better at his job. They're right, not sitting so, Eli Manning down. <laughs> right. So he allows him to not
0: be. He allows him to simply be mediocre, and not crappy. Oh, Eli Manning's not mediocre. Um, Alex
1: Smith is mediocre.
0: Alex Smith,
1: I'll I'll be nice today. Alex Smith is the line. Eli Manning is so far past the line, the line is now a dot. No, <laughs> no absolutely not. Like,
0: like Eli, if Alex Smith is the line, Eli's the next block over.
1: <laughs>
0: no. Eli is the next block over, straight up. Joe Flacco lives next door.
1: Wait, next block over like when you're taking your friend home from work? And he's like, "Yo, I just live the next block over." And then, like, like fifteen minutes later, you nah. find in a gas station, and you find out that he lives like the distance from my house to B's
0: house. That's the that's what we, the distance I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, that's a real block, like like literally. <laughs> but um, job but, creator though, yeah, he's a, because he allows the other his mere presence on the field means that he's going to be double-covered. He's going to draw attention, and it allows the other wide receivers to do their thing. And I do think the Giants are going to be interesting this year because of everything they've added. You got Brandon Marshall. Um, They get Evan Ingram, who is, I think, had the fastest time at the Combine. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going to be running down the seams. Um, He's he's probably going to have better hands than Larry Donnell. Larry Donnell always struggled catching passes. Mm. And then you have... I like Paul Perkins. I don't know if he's going to break out. He's a running back. But offensively, like this is one of those years for Eli where there won't be a lot of excuses. Yeah. This is one of his most talented, at least skill position-wise, some of the most talent he's had in his career. So the quote
1: that we're discussing, do you agree with the quote? Well, <sighs> do you agree with him saying that? See, I
0: didn't get a chance to do this. I wanted to see out next week or maybe we might hop on Anchor. Mm-hmm. We got this Anchor app. Yeah. We might I might do some more research and maybe tomorrow or maybe Friday or something. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Yep. Okay. Okay, I'm like I'm I'm having a small procedure done on Thursday, so I'm like I don't know if I'll be able to do it Thursday. So either Wednesday or Friday um we'll maybe I'll do some more research and look cuz I want to look at how a player salaries at the wide receiver position have risen,
1: right? Because I feel like... I guess what's tough to me is this... To, I don't think Odell Beckham is the best wide receiver in a league.
0: Who's So, I agree. I just want to see how many wide receivers you have above
1: him. At least two. So, uh, Julio's one. And Antonio Brown. Boy. That's tough, man, because the thing... The and thing- I don't think he's far removed from A.J. Green and Dez Bryant. Nah, I don't know about that
0: one. You think he's that much better than A.J. and Dez both? So I don't want to say that much better. I do think that there's a clear – I think A.J. Green is dope, Dez is dope, but Odell has put up numbers that are comparable with Jerry Rice in his first three years – first two years, I'm sorry. So, like, that's crazy when we're talking about one of the greatest ever to play the greatest ever to play the wide receiver position one of the greatest players of all time and you're putting up numbers like that to start your career so let me look up let me look up his his numbers real quick um but no i don't i want to see how 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 quickly wide receiver salary so the quick answer is no it's okay. not going to make that much money because yeah. that much money is reserved only for quarterbacks
1: well, don't some defensive tackles make?
0: Uh, I need to see J.J. Watt. He might be in the high 80s. Or defensive, yeah, okay. He might be in the high 80s, high 90s. So if you're not a defensive uh, a pass rusher, or if you're not a quarterback, you're not going to make that kind of money. And I feel like the quarterback market needs to be reset
1: because there's no more elite quarter. I mean, well, after Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger leave, I mean, have these guys really earned their money?
0: And that that's my thing, right? Yeah.
1: So, David Carr.
0: Derek. Now, granted, there's only... Derek. The, the, right? Derek, you're right. Okay. Not David. <laughs> I did say David. Yeah. Derek Carr is signed a deal that totals $125 million. That's the macro. Right. The micro is only so much of that is guaranteed, and I don't know what the number is mm-hmm. right now. By the way, Odell Beckham, first two years in the league, 2015. Mind you, he did this on, like, 14 games, because I think he missed the first two. Mm-hmm. 96 receptions. 1,450 yards, averaging 15 yards a catch, 13 touchdowns. Last year, 101 receptions, um, almost 1,400 yards again, 1367, 13 yards a catch, 10 touchdowns. He's putting up Marvin Harrison-like numbers. He's putting up Rice (laughs) numbers. And we don't say that name. We don't say – Jerry Rice. I mean Jerry, not Jerry Rice. We don't say Marvin Harris's name cuz he might come in and get you. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's much true. much respect to the OG, triple OG, double OG salute. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, <laughs> whose name shall not be named. We'll just call you Voldemort. There you go. <laughs> um, but nah. But nah, he's put up he's put up really 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 good numbers. He deserve if he does this again the next 2 years, he deserves to be the highest paid wide receiver. And I think right now the that top – like the highest paid wide receiver is making – his contract total $70 million. That's Demarius. Okay. I think Demarius is at 70 – or no, AJ. AJ's at 71. Demarius and Dez are at 68. And I want to say uh, Antonio's around in the 60s. So should he be the highest paid wide receiver if he continues to put up these numbers? Yes. Yeah. Should he be the highest paid player in the game? I would argue if you're going to keep inflating QB salaries at some point, really, really highly skilled players need to come close to matching that because they can't
1: be as great as they are without those players. Do you think it's harder to replace a starting quarterback or a starting receiver? Because I think it's more difficult to replace a backup quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You gave that Serena Williams laugh when she said – I'm addicted to buying property. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but that, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I, I wouldn't say wide receivers like – I would never say wide receivers like Odell or whatever, a dime or a dozen, but it's, it's – I mean, every year there's a new highly touted, you know, this guy can be the next, you know? And I, I just – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know
0: about that. Who's been the next? Who's been the next big thing since Odell got drafted? But he's only been go- two years, right? Right. So there was not. There wasn't wide receiver last year who, as a rookie,
1: um, I mean, okay. this year, Mike Williams and Ross, Mike Thomas, Mike, Mike Thomas. Now he didn't. He didn't. No, Mike Williams from uh, Clemson. No, no, no. I'm
0: thinking of Mike Thomas last year for the Saints. Oh, and so, Kevin White
1: too was supposed to be.
0: He's going in his third year, so he's been injured really? the first two years. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Man. He's going to his third year. But Mike Thomas for the Saints had 77 receptions, I think 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Let me let let me see. Michael Thomas, who is the nephew of Keyshawn Johnson, by the way. All right. So let's see. Michael Thomas. Whoa, I was off. Michael Thomas, 92 receptions, 1,137 yards, averaged 12 yards a catch, Nine touchdowns,
1: Odell like numbers almost minus the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Odell had four. He, yeah. three hundred. He, I mean, the receptions for a rookie, yeah. He was a little bit about three hundred yards behind on yards, and not the touch the touchdowns weren't there. But that's an impressive start for a rookie. So we'll see what happens with his career. He's high up there in fantasy drafts, getting close to fantasy season. Um, so oh, he played for the pa- uh, Saints, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know so I mean, the the two things I'll say. Again, the the quarter the quarterback market has to be reset at some point. Derek Carr got paid for one good season. Um there is rumors that uh gosh, what's the guy's name? Mediocre guy for Washington. Kirk Cousins. You wanna talk about Alex Alex Smith and Kirk are living together.
1: They rent they're renting together they're roomies Alex Smith is just, or Kirk Cousins is just making a lot more money right now <laughs> is he 20 plus million a year two he's franchise tags in a row 23
0: 24 and so that's the thing like the
1: rumors Amari are, Cooper was drafted in
0: 2015 Ooh, he was really good but I don't think he's on a mar- he's not on on that level though
1: yeah so like if you is he top I don't know if he's even top 15 so 2016 draft would have been last year's receivers right right so that's yeah. Michael Thomas yeah yeah so um who was the standout yeah, Amari Cooper, Kevin, Kevin White, Devontae Parker, um, Nelson Aguilor. <laughs> Man, I thought that dude was going to be really good. Uh, Brashad Perryman, Philip Dorsett. Nope. That's your wide receivers. Devin Smith, Devin Funches. Yeah, so those are kind of your top receivers from two years ago. But, yeah, I think Amari Cooper's, you know, positioning himself to have similar stats. So some of the guys drafted last year.
0: Um, they had four wide receivers in the first round. Corey Coleman, Will Fuller, Josh Doxon, Laquan Tread- Treadwell, Sterling Shepard. I'm sorry, Laquan Treadwell was the last first-round wide receiver. And he spent all the year.
1: He didn't play any he games. Play, he played He, he played did? near
0: the end. He played near the end. Oh, okay. Um, then second round, Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd, Braxton Miller, Leontay Carew. Uh, nope. Leontae crew and Braxton Miller were third round. Right. So Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd were second round. So we'll see. And like some of these guys, like Tajay Sharp had a he he flashed. Tyree Keel flashed. Um I'm trying to think who else is on here who really flashed. I mean, that's really kind of outside of Michael Thomas. Will Fuller had some, you know, here and there's. Corey, so did Corey Coleman. Um, so we'll see. Like, I I expect a a lot from Corey Coleman, Josh Doxon, Sterling Shepard. Uh, if Will Fuller can actually catch the ball. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, he, he can get open, but he struggles with dropping the ball. Um, I like Braxton Miller because he's an – so I, I'd look at Terrell Pryor and say maybe someday. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But, again, like I said, if he continues – but here's the, here's the thing that the players they, – they've talked about going on strike. Here's the thing the players need to look at. when it it refers to the next CBA, they got to have the franchise tag only be for one year. You can't just be allowed to continue to franchise a guy for year after year after year. Because the thing with the, with the giants is they're going to pick up Odell's team option for his fifth year. And then they can franchise tag him at least twice before it becomes financially um, not viable to do so. So by that point, now you've had him under your control for seven years You've gotten pretty much the best of his years, and you can say, eh, either the talent won't be worth the headache—the alleged headache that he can be, or um, you'll say we're not going to pay you. Good luck, right?" And so that's the to me that's the big thing. Two things need to happen: quarterback market needs to be reset because Kirk Cousins doesn't isn't worth thirty million dollars. I mean, but that's that's the rumor. It's bad. So that needs to be reset, and two, who? Kirk Cousins. Kirk or? Not Kurt. Oh, okay. Kirk. <laughs> As in Captain
1: Kirk. <laughs> like, like what did you write? What name did you write on that check? <laughs> S- Starlog. <Law. laughs>
0: Alex refused to take out the trash again. <laughs> I'm going to kick him out. I have enough money for my own house. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, I mean, like, the, the market has to be reset. Um, and at some point, these skill position players' salaries have to rise up to the point of getting close to quarterbacks, I'm not saying maybe they should make as much, but nah, the homie Odell's not gonna make. He's not gonna be the highest paid player in the game. No, no, it just won't happen. I disagree. Unless he puts up like something 200, like 200 receptions, two thousand yards. Right, yeah. Like he has to go like he's gonna mad. have to
1: break records. I mean, he would have to go madden on rookie. Yeah,
0: but yeah. So that's our time, man. That's our show for today. Hit us up. Um, we were short on time. I'm actually been lazy because I have an episode I still have not put up. So that's my fault. I, need to get, I really need someone who can do that for me because my life is, anyway. So, hit us up. Um, hashtag Soccer Mom. That's the hashtag for yep. the week. Um, let me know, do you make the arm movement? When you hear the sound, I won't make the sound.
1: Shout out to the three famous people that followed me today on Twitter. Oh, God. I mean, not to, you know, be all you know, Hollywood oh, about things, but today I was followed by a professional hockey player, a football player, Wait, and hockey player. an Olympian. Uh, let me see. I will see what the guy's name. He is. doesn't even know who it is. I, I mean, I don't, but I know he's got eight hundred thousand followers. Let's see. Here we go. Da, 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 da. There you are, Zach Boychuk. Nah, sorry. Plays for the Canadians. Hey, I mean, I mean, not, not to
0: be this guy, but if you're not black, I really don't know who you are in hockey. Sorry, well, there's so few of you. Congratulations know you on name. knowing three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye Jones's son. Um, I think Jerome McGinley is still in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Corey Crawford. I think is is mixed. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, due to play in Nashville. Although I mean he's really Canadian, but I'm counting him anyway. Um, Canadian and something else. I think Canadian? there was a guy
1: last name, Ward, that was a black guy that played
0: hockey. I think it's – is it Joel Ward? Hold on. I got to look it up. I think it's Joel Ward. Yep. Joel Ward. Um, he might – he still is in the league. Still in the league playing nice. for the uh, San Jose Sharks. There's, I just like – at some point, I won't have to cover this, but there is a growing amount of brothers playing hockey out here. So, I mean, I do need to – to find out who, are, who, who they are and make sure I follow their careers because I find that to be fascinating hmm. that you have brothers playing hockey. Um, mo- a lot of them from Canada. Dang, what's the dude who plays for Nashville? P.K. Subban.
2: There okay. we go. But okay. I think he's like Jamaican.
0: The pastor's kid. That's hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's hilarious. Now you got me Googling all this stuff. <laughs> uh, hold on real quick. We're about to close. Hashtag Soccer Mom. Soccer Mom. Um, shout out to all the people who are following AWAR. Emmanuel Acho, the brother of Sam Acho. Oh, who's um, Sam Acho? He also played football at Texas and also played in the NFL for a little bit.
1: Nice. Yep, yep, yep. And Olympic gold medalist. I cannot pronounce her name, so I won't try. Me either, but thank you. Shouts out to you, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> Shouts out to you, ma'am. She was on the 4x100 meter relay team. Yep,
0: 2016 Rio de Janeiro. I need you to go look I, I had to go find the picture on find the find the picture from of her profile because it has it all in her bio, but I can't think of her name and I don't want to butcher it. So p- please forgive me. We're going to at you at some point. Um if you just want to tell us how to pronounce your name because we want to be respectful. Of course. Um, so let us know how to pronounce your name and we would love to have you on the show. And both of us will point.
1: probably be at South by Southwest next year. So we we'll might just be hey.
0: Hey, my future one of my future retirement homes of Austin, Texas. There you go.
1: Keep it weird. We're going to keep this podcast weird too, but right now we're going to keep it short. So. Yeah,
0: hold on. We're about the I need to find out where what PK PK Suban is. Oh, where is it? Oh gosh, he's ne- Canadian. I think he's Jamaican. From the Caribbean. Okay. His father moved from Jamaica to Sudbury. I see. I'm I, again. I know my black people and the is have lost. The game is already off. Um, so anyway, until next time. Oh, actually, hold up, hold up. We're going to close the show actually, with, song. with the last song from Summer Sauce, from the Homie Sauce remix. Um, this joint is called, it's the title track from the album. You can get this anywhere digital music is sold. Um, also, go to Ruby Jeans if you're in the Kansas City metro area. Go yep. purchase Summer Sauce for a limited time, only only for the summer. This is the title track from, this, from his album, EP, Summer Sauce, from the Homie Sauce. That's a lot of sauce. To be saying at once Be looking for Autumn A. Ward It's going to be a new drink That's Coming in hilarious. the fall That's hilarious That's hilarious So until next time You've been listening to It's a black and white thing This is Summer Sauce y'all
2: Baby, you are summertime fine, salt all on your margarita Makes me happy just to see you in love with your features You can be the whole song and I'd be the feature I bet your fans pass out whenever they meet you Take your ex, he's a mess, I could he not keep you? Beautiful in that sun dress, you a sunset Shining like stars for you, I wore it. I got the force you. Whatever you wore is more than that girl, you gorgeous Beauty like you when you swim, I'm snorkeling, deep sea diving you when I forfeit, whatever you can, I'm with, I swore it, your body is an ocean, I just want to be a shore, all up on you, when the sun rise in the morning, I want you, the summer is ours, baby, we gon' shine all on them. we can do shopping sprees, only at the outside malls, if you want to, baby, you yeah. got summer sauce, summer sauce, can I take the